Hi everyone, it's Hannah. And Holly, and we're just here to say that um, if you are enjoying the show and you want to show us some support, we now have a Patreon, um, which will be linked in the description. So head on over there. We've got very exciting things coming, uh, including Celebrity Corner and Bad Book Club. So if that's something you'd like to hear more about, go check it out. And thank you for your enduring support. We love you. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang. We hope you're having a great week. Um, if you want to see any of our social media, we have it all. And you can follow us. Leave us a review if you like today's podcast. Say hi. A good example of someone doing this, we had a lovely message on Anchor this week. Which, and we do want to apologise, we don't know if we can reply on Anchor. uh so this is our reply it was a lovely very thought-provoking message from elaine elaine thank you elaine i really really appreciated that if anyone else would like to comment on anything we talk about and send us a voice message or send it over social media we'd be really happy to hear that because this was really nice it was about uh beyonce we talked about a couple of weeks ago now uh and the tiffany shoe and it was really interesting she was talking about maybe beyonce should have researched it a bit better before doing the shoe i thought that was a really good point um so if you we do like to hear if you want to expand on something we've said or you disagree with us We'd love to hear that, so let us know. <laughs> that was a nice feature we didn't know existed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, Elaine, if there was a way that we could respond to you, please let us know. I don't know if we're being really stupid. <laughs> I've looked. I really want to respond. It was a lovely message. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank um, you so much. It's nice to hear some response occasionally, because hmm. we are just speaking to no one most of the time. So, Into knowing the void, that there is yeah. humans on the other side. <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Um, if you're new here, welcome, and we like to begin with talking about pop culture from the week. So, there is has been a couple of big things this week. Mm-hmm. We will not be covering it all here on the podcast today, just because there's been a lot, and it would take up a lot of your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The two things in particular, we're going to do two de- separate things, one for the Met Gala and one for the VMAs, talking yep. about the fashion. Uh, the... VMAs will be on YouTube if you want to check that out. Yep. I think on YouTube, yep. And the Met Gala will be on our Patreon if you want to check that out as well. There will be links in the description. Okay, um, pop yeah, culture trying from something this week. new, yeah. like actual video format. But it's yeah. very when you're describing outfits, it's quite hard to uh, audio, audio exactly. audibly describe them. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. I, I always think this when I watch people's like outfit reviews and stuff like that if there's not pictures i'm not as engaged um so if you do want to check that out you can give it a look on youtube or if you do have a bit of spare change look on our patreon i think it'll be under our like three pound subscription so it will be but yeah there you go so holly other pop culture from the week so i was a little bit out of um the loop but the big things that kind of caught my attention um Mm -hmm. and i mean one of them you brought to my attention so you're welcome you know i think this is probably the biggest thing that happened this week as per is a trisha paytas update but it seems to have come to like a really horrible head um there's been a lot of crying there's been a lot of like anger and pleading and very very publicly back and forth talking about like i'm not and (laughs) 
it's really difficult because I tried to do like as much research as I could yeah. for all this bit. So mm-hmm. in a couple of um one of the frenemies episodes, Trisha said that she was abused by a teacher in her school and she names the teacher and she said he got arrested for yeah. what he did to her. To her and time. other people as well. To other people, yeah. So yeah. So they come out and say this. Um, there's a YouTuber called Mysterious who yeah. has done like really deep dive into yeah. actually um, examining Trisha's claims yeah. and have found that there's been inconsistencies in this story as in there was um, this teacher that the teacher she names was never arrested for yeah. a crime yeah, and he also is now dead as well yeah. but she named the teacher and said like there's just inconsistencies in the story. Yeah, I think it was that she'd yeah. said to go after the teacher as well. Not go after them, but like yeah. look it up, look at this name. I, there is inconsistencies. I'm not going to say that she's lying because I just, oh, no, I'm, no. I, I think deep in all of us we now, or hopefully we all want to believe the victim. Yeah. It doesn't seem, I don't think Trisha is the best person, but doesn't mean it didn't happen exactly and i think memory is a very fickle thing and it can change very easily um maybe they got something mixed up i don't know before i have like very much categorical evidence i won't say that she's lying because i just i don't believe that they would no that being said the mysterious videos are very good and very well researched so if you choose to view that with i don't know if you agree with what's being said yes but i don't even think mysterious would fully claim that it didn't happen no. i think that maybe they wanted clarification but it's it's an awkward situation i think as well because trish invited people to look it up and to yeah. do their own research and i saw a very convincing summary where someone said like if you Google the name of the teacher and the school, the mm. first thing that comes up is a different person being arrested yes. for, yeah. you know, a similar sort of crime yeah. against children. So it could be that but apparently Trish that's Googled a it. School. Yeah, no, so it's, it's like, but it's but it comes up on the Google search. Of, yeah. So maybe they Googled maybe the she, teacher yeah. name and saw it was the first one, didn't read the article, just like put two and two together because that's what they say they say they don't do any research which we all know like from it all but it doesn't it's not to say we don't believe them in the story it's just ethan klein took that episode of frenemies down because of the inconsistencies and because probably out of respect of the dead man's family as well that they were getting like a lot of attention that they didn't really want yeah and with the whole moses allegations that were coming out suddenly trish is like spiraling she's filming herself crying again and putting it on twitter begging them to stop talking about it yeah. but i think what the the feeling that i've seen is that it's like the consequences of actions kind of coming home like she yeah. sorry they mentioned the name of the teacher on the episode so yeah. people did research and they did the digging and saw that there's this inconsistency so that weakens the story of what they told in that episode yeah ethan took it down but and put a, a disclaimer and said yeah. this is why and they they're just going at it and they're just it really put them in like this really bad space but it seems like this was create you know 
this is like an, a consequence of an action that yeah. is coming to roost and they can't handle it yeah <laughs> they can't handle absolutely. the attention that's been brought to moses and it's all like believe all victims until it's trish but yeah what you know she but i don't think it's a i don't think for some people it will be don't get me wrong i don't think it's an issue of not believing them no i think it's an issue of people wanting a bit of clarification yeah all that i would really need would be a quick addressing of it yeah saying i got things mixed up yeah I've had quite a few bad experiences. It got mixed up. I'm very sorry. That's, you know, and I know a lot of other people wouldn't be happy with that and would want more, but I think I would be happy with that. Yeah. It's the fact that they've not addressed any of it. And then they shared screenshots of messages between them and Ethan and Hila Mm. as well. And Ethan says, Trisha basically says, please stop attacking me i will make an apology video for anything i will address anything but please stop attacking me ethan then says make like address this situation with the teacher and they say no Mm. so they could have just said to ethan in that moment it's quite triggering for me but this is why like why i think i got bits wrong they didn't and i think if they'd done that ethan might have then had their back a bit and been like yeah "Yeah." i don't think ethan is necessarily in the wrong through what he's done here i think it was the right thing to take the video down anyway um because until you know more you don't want to have this man's name out there yeah but like things are escalating and it seemed to me that trisha was doing a very uh shane dawson-y style breakdown it gave me very much shane dawson crying crying yeah because when so the whole shane dawson crying video he's blaming all his problems on tatty when she's not the cause of the problems in the trisha video they're blaming all their problems on ethan and it's not Ethan wasn't really the cause. Even if they blamed Mysterious, the YouTube channel, that would have made more sense to me. Ethan didn't yeah. really do anything other than I'm taking the video taking down the video. until there's yeah. more clarification, which seems fair. Because um, yeah. she, they didn't have to clarify publicly. They could have just clarified with him. Yeah. And, and he but brought it again back. into yeah, the public attention again yeah. and again. And that's what we've said since Frenemies ended, that this shouldn't be aired like this should not be played out in public because it's a family and i think what the problem is is that trish turns to the internet to garner sympathy and to be like i'm not i'm being silenced i need and like cries and you know does the whole rigmarole and yes they've got a big mental health issue so i'm not like dismissing that part of it and it's not like i'm saying oh yeah they were fully like fake crying or whatever but it looked so it was really uncomfortable to watch those videos of them, like, yeah. forcing themselves to cry. Or like, or, like, it really distressed, but yeah. not making sense. It's just incoherent babbling. It's just not... I think people have had enough. I don't think people want to go to them and say... It's, like, not to discount what happened to them, but the, what they've done since. And it's like, well, you brought it up. You, you mentioned yeah. the person's name. And people were like, but it's because it's the internet. You can Google stuff. Like, you can do yeah. your own research. And that's where... And you we won't address it. You won't say, 
sorry I got it mixed up I googled it yeah. once to see and I was I was really like empowered because yeah. I thought someone else had come yeah. forward as well and that this guy had actually been arrested for what he did to me so that's what if they'd said that I think that would have been a completely different situation yeah. but it's they didn't say it they were just like well I'm not gonna t- I'll, t- I'll do anything you want Ethan I'll take I'll give you back all the money and then he was like well just clarify and she was like no <laughs> I'm not doing that I think Trisha is more worried about Moses. Yeah. And I think it shows. I don't trust Moses. No. Uh, You guys can look into the allegations against Moses as well, but essentially he's been accused of stealthing. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Which is a form of rape where you take off, like you say you're using contraception to the person Mm -hmm. and then you are not using contraception i think i'm explaining that as it is um that is actually a form of rape i don't know if that is universally a form of rape but it should be yeah classed as that because it's a horrible thing to do i think two people have come forward and said and accused moses of that Mm. um trisha has basically alluded that one of the girls is like a crazy fan yeah Uh, stalking them yeah. And wants their attention more than anything. And it's like. Mm. So I think when you compare the two situations, mm. there is stuff that's not not adding up. I do want to know more. I do think Mysterious must have done a lot of research and yeah. it shows those videos are long. There's more than one. And recently they got copyright claimed mm. and then mysterious really thinks that trisha did this it would make sense sense, that they had done this which is a little unfair Mm. Mm. but then ethan came forward and helped mysterious and is trying to help them get their video back up so it seems like ethan is really cutting ties yeah uh which i don't know let us know what you think guys because i really am a bit stumped with this i don't know how it's so tricky i think yeah um but yeah i'd love to hear other people's thoughts because i I don't know there's parts of me that sometimes i feel bad and i honestly thought the best thing that trisha did was getting off twitter and instagram yeah but it lasted 24 hours yeah they need to be off for a while i think yeah for their mental health get get away from it and then maybe collect your thoughts and have a statement ready or something absolutely this is not helping anybody in any cases but then doing what they're doing the most recent thing trisha's done was to private delete or unlist 1.3 thousand videos oh my goodness i think they were all quite controversial yeah but supposedly they're archived and i've seen some of them come up again it does seem very shane dawson to me yeah like that many i know they've done so many videos and they're awful (laughs) a lot of them well that's the thing because mysterious was using these videos as evidence Mm. and i think you do forget the amount of stuff you said we've said before the amount of stuff we say on the podcast will have forgot half of it trisha has clearly forgot a lot of the stuff they've made videos on yeah and that includes one video on how to seduce your teachers Mm. that went out to children oh god so I don't it's know. Like, how does the situation get any worse? And then it gets worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... literally. It's like every day there is something new. Yeah. Uh, 
we will keep everyone updated with it so maybe next week we'll have a new update there maybe it will have concluded and we'll have some answers maybe not but like i say if you have thoughts on it please let us know because i really don't know how to feel on this yeah it's a really difficult one that's not yeah. the end is not in sight i don't think yeah. with it either um the other thing I saw yesterday is that um, because of all the backlash, CBS have announced that they are, in their words, <laughs> retooling uh, The Activist. So yeah. it's now not a competition, even though they've mm. clearly filmed it as yep. like a five-part uh, competition. Yep. It's now going to be about a documentary about all the activists' good work. Very dance moms of them. <laughs> Very dance moms to fully change the idea for what they've got. Yeah, into it's like the opposite else. of dance. It's like the yeah. opposite arc of dance moms, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You've got like, it was going to be a documentary, and then it became a competition. And it's just they've gone, maybe not, maybe. But then it makes me wonder what like the judges' roles are going to be in it because are they just going to be there like clapping and smiling? Cut. I think they could be cut from it yeah. because there was a backlash to Julianne Hugh or. Julianne Ho, as I think we called her at one point last week. Um, I've seen the the blackface. Um, yeah, it's bad, now. and it's, it's recent. So bad. <laughs> um, there was backlash to that as well. So I think if Julianne was included, people mm-hmm. would still be like, "Well, you didn't really listen, did you?" Yeah. Um, and like, fair enough. If Julianne has, well, if she has realised the error of her ways, hopefully. But mm-hmm. I just don't think if you were her, why would you accept this job? Why? people must be stupid because why did she accept the job but more importantly why did people cast her why did anyone come up with that idea for a show yeah they're like these people are paid a lot of money to do that and that's what they came up with as a new idea for a show (laughs) activists this will do really well this will do really well just baffled I don't think anyone will watch it even if it is a documentary sounds boring as a documentary as well yeah so weird, so weird. Don't I'm uh, baffled by that. Yeah, and then the other ones were just like it was like the Met Gala happened. Mm-hmm. It was long awaited. Everyone was ready for it, but um, we're going to reserve our comments for yep. the Patreon video. So if you want to hear us talk about fashion, because you know we yes. are fashionistas, obviously, um, head over to our Patreon. It'll be there. I mean, the one small thing I do have to mention on the Met Gala was the weird Nicki Minaj outcome. Uh, yes. Nikki did not show up to Met Gala and the reasoning being well actually they were meant to be at the VMAs and then they got coronavirus I think then they um, went to the Met Gala I don't know if someone had made a comment like well maybe if you had the vaccine and Nikki was like I'm, if I'm going to get the vaccine it's not going to be for the Met Gala you know which is kind of fair but the, yeah. I don't agree with the anti-vaxxer, the anti-vaxxer stuff yeah but... why is she an anti-vaxxer so there was some reasoning behind a cousin's friend is now infertile because of the vaccine. Oh, you know, the God typical say. stuff. But it does seem to be having kind of a conclusion. Nikki has been invited to the White House to talk it through with officials, I think. So, okay. And we'll be asking questions about doubts a lot of people have. Hopefully there will be a good conclusion. Yeah. And she gets the vaccine. That would be what I'd like. <laughs> and it would be good if she did, if she had her questions answered, got the vaccine. That would be a yeah. nice lesson to a lot of different people. Yeah. And I, yeah, it could be a good thing. I'm hoping it will be. It might be a bad thing. But the weird thing was people, like, political people commenting on what Nicki Minaj had said about Especially coronavirus. Especially British uh, politicians was the headline yeah. I saw, which I, I didn't understand. I think Chris Whitty 
mentioned her and then she addressed that he'd mentioned her and was like what's like love this man uh so i hope it has a good conclusion because i think Nicki minaj is great and i was kind of disappointed by this but of all the reasons to have some sort of issue with vaccines it did seem more founded it's just quite a dangerous view and i hope she gets it resolved um, and then the one that final thing is that Britney Spears is engaged. Some oh, people no. have been, yeah, happy news. Some people are a bit worried. Uh, for one, Octavia Spencer got straight in those Instagram comments and went, um, make him sign a prenup or something. And then apparently there was backlash to this and then she had to address it and was like, it was a joke. I, even if it is, even if it wasn't, I don't care. She needs a prenup. I'm not yeah. having her like under some other man's control. Exactly. Get the prenup, Brittany. I'm very happy for you, but you need to. Yes, exactly. Protect your money. Protect yourself. If he loves you, he'll be up for it. He would like responded to Octavia's messages and was like, "Yeah, I love it. Like, don't worry, we will be getting one." So he seems like a great guy, and I hope he is, and I hope they're very happy. But moving on to today's topic, after all that information, aren't you glad (laughs) we didn't talk about the Met Gala and the VMAs and that? (laughs) Yeah, too much. Too much. Uh, Yes, what are we talking about today, Holly? We're talking about um, a lady by the name of Danielle Bernstein, um, who I was brought brought to my attention when she joined TikTok, because instantly, so this was February of this year, Mm. TikTok was unhappy, (laughs) to say the least, that she had tried to bring her brand We Will What and her influencer uh, lifestyle we to were what is horrific TikTok. as a name. We it's were like, what? Where, where, where? We were what? We were what? We were what? <laughs> it's so bad. I don't know how it's hung on. But I will say, I am going to let Holly very much take the lead here because Danielle is not someone I was aware of. Um, <laughs> I'm fully new to the Danielle train. Um, but it does seem that TikTok is the reason for her downfall mm. or beginning of a downfall maybe and when i was looking into all her controversies it seems that throughout 2020 it was just one after another after another yeah. it was like crazy three it was like period yeah like something happened in 2018 and like she was pretty fine that one yeah. thing happened 2020 everything that could go wrong <laughs> went wrong and then it culminated in her joining tiktok and as holly says just being slated to the point that all her comments had to be off all videos yeah, and it's something it. I actually saw kind of on the same topic. Um, nasty gal Sophia, she, she made did a TikTok. The same thing. Yeah. And yeah. immediately the same thing happened where people were like, yeah. no, you're not a good person. She made a TikTok about it's like the sound where it's like, sometimes all I think about is you. And it's her like showing her a nasty gal and stuff like that. And people are just stitching up being like, you are not a good person. I'm yeah. not feeling pity for you for losing your business, which you badly ran Twice. and exploited people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but shall we give... the same yeah. brand. Like, absolutely. I feel like we're now on a bit of a girl boss kick um, yes. after our Sophia episode because I was very, like, I wanted to cover Danielle because there's so, like, so much... She's done so much stuff that yeah. just didn't go well but i found it really interesting that she i think was one of the first like not proper influencers but you have like kardashian influences and like nepotism baby influences but then you have the people who are like she moved to she like transferred university when she was 18 um from i think it was like michigan and then she 
went to the Fashion Institute of Technology. So she begins a blog called We Wore What. Which is to stupid, document New York street fashion. But when yeah, she's she 18. 18, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. It seems like something... To be honest, to begin with, I quite like the arc she has. It's sim- similar to Sophia's. And it's yeah. something that I'm sure a lot of people want. The idea that you would start your passion project and it do really well. And that's why you'd probably name it We Or What. I mean, like, if we start doing really well, people might start to criticise the name of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I guess because, like, we do this, we understand that if... They, like, we would love to have her same, like, trajectory at the beginning to have started Absolutely. something and have it become so successful. It's when the success seems to get to their heads or they don't yep. know what to do. And that happens yeah. to both of them. Yeah, and they, they're just thrown in at the deep end suddenly everyone wants to work with them and there's so much like money being thrown at you and emphasis put and on and they like, don't have the education no. like they they're not business women like they're no. not they don't have a business degree and not that you, like some people are just smart in terms of business yeah. these women aren't business savvy you know and like neither <laughs> am i so it's not like i'm coming at it and being like they need to run their business better but they they did. They do. <laughs> like it's so they bad. Had an opportunity to do something different. They just so, don't do it. Holly, can you give me a bit of a background on so, yeah. Danielle, our bestie? Bestie Danielle. Bestie so, Danielle. Yeah. So she moves to Fashion Institute Technology. So she's clearly like interested in mm-hmm. fashion. Um, and then from there, she, be- I think she starts like an Instagram as well as the fashion blog, and it was doing very yeah. well. It's getting a lot of attention. And she I guess was getting Instagram- like. Brand like deals. in its early days when she's so, doing this i reckon this is like 2014 yeah just so from she had her peak in like 2016 2017 2018 mm-hmm. so it must have been like she was very young but yeah. instagram was like on its rise i think definitely yeah. so she like caught that wave um now she has 2.6 million instagram followers which is a lot of people yeah. like to have amassed so she's got like a very dedicated like fan base yeah. clearly um in 2017 she was featured in Forbes 30 under 30 um she claimed to be making upwards of seven figures in 2016 I mean that's her telling that herself but she probably was at that point um she did loads of collaborations with different brands she was featured in Vogue so her trajectory was like she is on the up like this is one person to watch out for but again like we did with our Sophia episode Forbes (laughs) called her 30 under 30 like and they yes. had like a full front page spread of her and was like yeah look at her and then they had yeah. to put like put all these retractions in because exactly. <laughs> and so one of the things i didn't know apparently one of the things she was like most famous for to begin with because she didn't have very many controversies as i no. understand in the first few years but apparently the first controversy was uh editing pictures apparently yeah. she was known for over editing pictures to the point it didn't really look like her and people would do that thing where they compare the two and they're like this is her later in the night in like a paparazzi picture this is her on her instagram yeah i don't know that that's like the most valid reason to hate because it's not i feel like everyone was doing it at that point as well i don't love it time but i but i understand it like i don't like it myself but i'm not gonna hate on someone for really being insecure it's how they yeah you know like, did you see the pictures of vera wang recently and yes. she's like unrecognized like yeah. she looks so like everything about yeah. her face has just been completely airbrushed and it's it's just sad because clearly as like an older woman she 
doesn't feel like she can just let herself be seen but there's pictures yeah. everywhere because there's like photographers floating around yeah. with untouched photos so yeah i think it's very like and if you were in that industry it's very understandable to do but it's not good to project that onto young no people. i don't agree with it and I, yeah. it's when people are like when they do it and then they deny that they do it or they're like yeah. To quote the Kardashians, not setting an unreal- unrealistic beauty standard for people when they yeah. are. If you're doing it and you're self-conscious, fine, but just be aware that you're also perpetuating it. So yeah, and it's not what it's not the way to like feeling better about yourself. Oh. I don't think <laughs> at this point that's loving um, yourself. Yeah, love that's yourself instead. Inner love. <laughs> Wait, what's the word? Self love. Self love. Self love. <laughs> um. She is also one of the first influencers who got paid to do paid po- paid per post ads for okay. brands and was reportedly making up to 20 grand per post at the top of her fame. So like 2017, 2016, 2018. Yep. So like she did, and she did it for like Topshop and um, all the big brands. See, so like she was on the top. I would definitely be jealous of her because that's like a great yeah. opportunity for someone so young to like have. Yeah. Like, yeah, at this point I'm thinking good for her. She's very girl boss, but like, good for her. This is a, a lot of young people would love this opportunity. Absolutely, it's the influencer dream. It's why yeah. these kids nowadays are like, I want to be a YouTuber. It's like, why wouldn't you want to be a YouTuber? Exactly, because it seems like the actual <laughs> dream, and like you're gonna get everything you ever wanted so easily for free. Yeah, yeah people just like send you stuff. Yeah. So, um, in 2018, this is when what is now blown up to be like just the way she works yeah. was starting to be seen so she collabs with a jewelry brand called lulu dk to yeah. release her own line of jewelry with them and it was being um sold at nordstrom yeah. which is we don't have nordstrom over here but america it's like it seems fun it's a thing yeah it's like a fact it's like a department if you're store, american is it is it good is it a lot of fun i, I don't know yeah let us know or Give if you know review. if you're aware of something that it compares to in the uk could you let us know that as well is it like a debenhams or or is it more fun <laughs> than that yeah rip rip to debenhams um, um my favorite thing about this jewelry line is to begin with she cites herself as her own inspiration for it <laughs> she's like it's based on my own jewelry my own taste and i just really respect that but, and i respect it more considering the outcome of this whole debacle in that yeah. she very much did not inspire herself with this jewelry she was inspired by literally anyone else other than herself yeah and the things that were like being successful small designers being very very successful she's like oh that's pretty i'll do the same thing but also big designers like she had the nerve to just (laughs) steal like i don't i can't remember the brand but one of them was like a massive tiffany yeah tiffany's um (laughs) is it unheard of for fast fashion to steal designs no (laughs) but it's still terrible I don't think she was trying to market herself as fast fashion at no, the beginning, but I think she's that's like the problem. again, Sophia. Yes, like, it's the <laughs> they are just, just living fact, parallel like, lives. At least, like I have no, I have no respect for Boohoo and brands like no. that. But they, they're never gonna deny that they're just copying small designers no. and big designers because they, they can't. It's so obvious. Yeah. But like, Danielle had to come out here and be like. Basically, it was like, I am a genius and I inspired myself. <laughs> and then, so I really like that 
Diet Prada has been on her back. Oh, yes, thank this you, Diet Prada. Time. For like years and years and years, Diet Prada has always been the one like breaking the news about how similar things seem. So it's good. incredible. So it's like good. the mortal enemies, Daniel Bernstein and Diet Prada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love, love to them. see it. It's like good versus evil. Diet yeah. Prada versus a lot of brands. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, they are doing God's work. Yeah, um, and I'd be so grateful for them if I had a small fashion business that had been yeah. copied. I'd be so grateful that someone had my back because in the past, I feel like this must have just gone unnoticed. Yeah, absolutely. And no one would have cared because yeah. you're like a small creator against a massive person. And they're not going to believe you, are they? Into... No, exactly. No. Um, so there's one particular pendant necklace uh, that she is like absolutely slated for because it looks identical. Um <laughs> from foundry yeah but she says uh oh no 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 we're not i wasn't influenced by it like they're very different necklaces even though they are very much they're not, not. they're not different. to the point when nordstrom stops selling the um that necklace yeah because they were like the backlash was too much so obviously the brand it's hurting nordstrom's reputation yeah. if they were you know yeah. publicly um, still supporting her but like I think they would just remove that necklace I'm not sure they removed the whole I think collab. they removed a couple of pieces that had been like there was a couple <laughs> others that had had a big backlash and then yep. I, I honestly don't know how much was left after that but there was a couple of bits they were still <laughs> like selling. a ring yeah <laughs> really one ring no one <laughs> and it's still copied they just can't be bothered to remove everything too much My drama favorite... yeah too too much drama, <laughs> too much drama, drama at school know, again <laughs> if you know away. Nordstrom are they like quite an innocent brand <laughs> I feel like Every time I think of Nordstrom, I think of Ivanka Trump. And I don't know if it's because Ivanka oh. had, like, a line in Nordstrom. Am I making this up? Someone, someone let please us know. Tell Honestly, <laughs> does someone have the Nordstrom facts? Because we need the answers. We could just Google it, but can't be bothered. I don't, I don't have time for that. No. Um, she does a typical influence thing. She gets on Instagram Live and cries and cries <laughs> and says that um, it wasn't... She didn't steal the pendant. It was inspired by her late grandfather. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Okay, maybe. So, like, 2018, to between 2018 and yeah. 2020, nothing also, much really happened. I think happens. if that was the only incident, I would be happy to be like, maybe she'd seen, like, these necklaces and stuff, hadn't really thought about it, and then when it came to designing yeah. her own, without thinking, she yeah. had just put down a very very similar design because yeah. i do think that happens it is, is quite hard to be fully original there is a lot of jewelry out there it's probably quite hard to design something and completely if it's like original a, a, a minimalistic gold yeah. chain like it's not there's not be... much you can do with that is there so no. if this was the only incident i'd be happy to have that argument and be like yeah i think fair enough to her it probably was yeah. a one-time mistake uh, and fashion is hard to do originally now yeah but <laughs> 2020 rolls around so in march diet prod is back on the case in 2020 um accusing her of copying the design for the puff sleeve baby doll dress now i think this one's slightly like a weaker claim because it starts off weak yeah but like the because everybody i yep. have so many different puff sleeve exactly. baby, like dresses because i love them and i love the style of them and it's just, like i'm wearing a puff sleeve top now like it's i don't think you can common. entirely yeah. be like this one designer is the reason that we all like puff sleeve dresses yeah. but they say that she stole it from um cecily banson who's yeah. danish because she's been seen like wearing a lot of cecily banson she's publicly yeah. said like how much she loves them before so this and this was for her Macy's collection because obviously Danielle's um 
fast fashion like it didn't really match up that she was being stalked in macy's but she was being like accused of being a fast fashion brand so i don't really understand that um so people think that she was like oh i i really like cecily's work so i'm just gonna make one of my own and make it very very similar it is a weaker Um, claim though i agree it's just the fact that she's the dress that they've claimed she'd copied she is pictured wearing um but again well that's quite (laughs) i'm putting it down to that maybe she just didn't think when she designed the new dress she was like in my head i have this idea of like baby doll puff sleeves didn't really think that she had the identical dress yeah it happens i guess and that's like that's the shape that was coming into fashion as well like and it still is fashionable now so it was probably like i really like the shape of this i really like this dress let's see what we can do yeah similar so at this point i'm not fully convinced but like again (laughs) it gets worse uh yeah but um cecily banson actually spoke to harper's bazaar like two months before this dress comes out um about how she deals with fast fashion brands stealing her design and she's very classy about it She's so great about yeah. it. She says, you have to take it as a compliment and also as a challenge to keep moving and to be innovative. It's always a shame when a high street copies a young brand because you don't even get to start before a bigger company takes what you do. So, like, I think that's the root of all of it and all the designers in this are being like, this hurts my business. People yeah. don't want to buy it from me because they see you doing it and probably doing it for cheaper. Yeah. So they don't, like... It's the I'm, fact I'm they're getting doing no it credit for this. Yeah, it's just because I think it's the price thing because people go to small businesses things are obviously priced a bit higher because they're yeah. made in a different way and they're hopefully made with a bit more care than fast fashion yeah um and in a better way as well and they're more creative but the price is high like it's that's yeah. the reason that we all shop fast fashion a lot of the time or have done in the past because yeah. independent designers have to have more expensive clothes to make up for all the expenses that they're spending mm. when making them that's why it's so harmful that these like fast fashion yeah. brands copy them because of course you're going to then look at the independent designer and think oh i'm not paying that i yeah, think we've all done much. it like at some point and Absolutely. not necessarily with <laughs> you don't always think about it you just look at it and think oh that's too expensive i could get that yeah. at primark for fiverr exactly not the right thing to do no but it does it does kind of make but i feel like that's kind of sad that if this was a designer she really liked and she supported previously and the, now this designer is just like, like arranged together thing. or something like they Surely. could have done a collaboration i think that's what i'd yeah. aim to do if there was a designer i loved because like i like if i knew, like maybe she is a talented designer but i've just not seen evidence of her the being very innovative it's what i'm yeah. thinking you'd think maybe someone would suggest so why don't you do a lot of different collabs like with designers yeah. you love small businesses and then you can get them new uh customers from that yeah but no she just copied because then she could bring like the name recognition of her and i suppose i fast fashion brands do it with like influencers anyway but you could that was how you can market yourself it'd be like these are the designer collections like i mean alexa chung did it for marks and spencers which was which we've talked about before (laughs) it's not the first time a strange move yeah it, it worked i had some of those pieces they were quite nice um her book she writes a book mm-hmm. uh called this is not a fashion story i think it comes out in 2020 i don't okay. know if you saw 
um because i it because i've heard a lot about the controversy around it but then when i was looking again it didn't come up in like her main list of controversies so yeah it doesn't i it, don't know how people missed out on that one it doesn't come <laughs> up like so the, the way i got the main controversies and like to educate myself was the insider article which you go yeah, read it's good. really good it gives you all the stories in depth i often use insiders articles because they do really good timelines of things which i yeah. love they don't mention the book controversy. I think this no. might have been like a TikTok thing that they uncovered okay. um, or definitely like a YouTube sort of thing that was uncovered yeah. by people. And that's why I love people who do their research because Insider couldn't even come up with this. Or maybe exactly. Insider didn't put it in there because it was too much of an allegation and they didn't want to get yeah. sued because they could have done. So I don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So she writes a book called This Is Not A Fashion Story. Um, it immediately goes onto the New York Times bestseller list for like a couple of weeks. Um, but on the New York Times bestseller list, they have a like key of symbols. Yes. And one of them is a little dagger looking cross. Um, it's very dramatic. Which, it's so dramatic that they've have, they have a system where they're like flagging books that have mis- um, suspicious purchasing, which led people to believe that Danielle had her minions go out and buy the book in bulk so that it would reach the New York Times bestselling list and reach the quotas. Again, these are all. This is a, an alleged thing that we found from TikTok. So I'm not saying this absolutely happened, but the New York Times was like, "This is a suspicious purchase." Yeah. Well, I didn't know that the New York Times was having this much drama that they have like a symbol <laughs> for that. It's clearly been yeah. used more than once. So I was just not aware that the bestselling list had drama. This is news to me. Um, I do feel like the New York Times. Ha- like every book is a new york times bestseller though. this is what i think like whenever every book i'll go into like a kindle and some weird like sex novel is like yeah new york times bestseller how how like, like and what? then i'll read it and there's like grammar that's not even in the right place and i'm like what no. how <laughs> how um but yeah it's suspicious i guess we have to say it's an allegation because we do not want to be sued yeah please um, don't do that please don't uh it's just su- suspicious isn't it and it's sad as well that it's like yeah it makes me kind of sad like i feel embarrassed yeah. for her a bit like you know you should be ce- like, like celebrating that you've got a book published that's amazing not trying to make it look like it's super successful without giving it I the chance just, to be successful and find an she audience wanted and... to have the title by her name yeah like new york times bestseller and then that would help her in business yeah but you have like I just feel like in that situation I would feel like well I haven't really achieved that I haven't earned it yeah yeah and but it's an influencer know. thing it's like the the appearance of success rather than actual yeah markers of success like you know people can hire to to sit in a private jet for an hour and take a picture yeah. like that that's what it felt like to me <laughs> it's a very Instagram versus reality sort of situation <laughs> yeah um, but yeah again all of that is alleged we do not know the facts there but yeah suspicious suspicious and the new york times flagged it suspicious as well yeah which again not over that being a thing (laughs) that happens (laughs) yep so well done new york times for keeping us all entertained with it but it makes me want to look down it and see if there's any more suspicious looking ones this is what i think like i want is there someone that's hired specifically to look into (laughs) the suspicious books because i will do that please hire me that sounds like a great job i'll be like this book's shit how is it on here i'll do it for all of them and then i take books like twilight and be like bestseller (laughs) have you heard of stephanie Meyer? (laughs) new moon is still good (laughs) that would be me (laughs) so that was march and like 
in the beginning of the year, July. So we're in full pandemic mode. Everyone's still pretty much locked down, I think, at this point. Um, Again, Diet Prada, back at it again. Highlighted how Daniel Bernstein was um, about to release her own line of mask and chains. Um, And they were like, oh, this looks like this other brand that's owned by um, a Latin woman. And... Turns out she'd actually requested a free PR sample from the company whose original design it belonged to. Um, So Diet Prada reported that Danielle had sent a message to the designer warning her that she'd be releasing a mask and chain that were um, very different from each other, though. Like she was like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing the same thing, but they're not the same, like at all." Come out and say this is completely false. That she's gonna donate all her masks plus five thousand more surgical masks to healthcare workers. And she does delete the photos of her wearing the mask and chain on from her so, Instagram. Before we get onto like obviously yeah. the massive controversy of copying, because the the masks are pretty much identical except Danielle's yeah. is a slightly different shape, but I think <laughs> not enough for them to be different. The bit her apology, however, saying she's gonna donate these to healthcare workers. That. Why would they want them? Like, cause, like, okay, maybe, maybe she's giving them to them to wear in their spare time. I don't know, but there's no way these masks are suitable for hospitals. Can you imagine? Like, you're in your hospital bed, and the nurse is leaning over you, and like the chains whacking you in the face. Like, it's just not appropriate. Nor is it probably like keeping the germs out properly. Don't these healthcare workers but do like, not want your chain masks? Surgical masks, like that's nothing. That's probably like two days worth of no. supplies for a hospital. I mean. <laughs> She was doing that and then breaking, like, not even wearing yeah. a mask herself, breaking the rules, yeah. going out and partying and stuff like that. So, like, I'd rather she yeah. just stayed in, didn't copy people's designs, than donating a bunch of her <laughs> shitty masks to healthcare workers Absolutely. who don't Can want you, I them. I can't picture, even on, like, healthcare workers' days out. Uh, Holly basically worked <laughs> in the healthcare. So, right, think about the people who you worked with. Can you see them wanting to, even on their day off, wear this mask with a chain on? Were many of them, like, you know, the sort of person that might Absolutely want to not. wear that? No, but I... There might be a small percentage that would be thrilled or by Or somebody would be like, but... oh, this is a fun new idea. Like, I and I'm annoyed that yeah. I have to wear my mask on my wrist or when I'm outside. Or But, yeah. you know, the whole point of the mask is that you can, like... When you're outside, you can pull it down and then you put it back up again. <laughs> but do you think, do you think that it would be they would be allowed to wear them in the hospital <laughs> while working? Because I definitely don't think that. No, absolutely not. I've never seen such a stupid idea like portrayed as an apology. <laughs> like this is going to make it all better. I'm going to give my crappy knockoffs to a bunch of people who and, are like, overworked and is- exhausted. <laughs> like. <laughs> I feel like that sounds like I'm hating on the idea of the mask. I think the idea of the yeah. mask was pretty fun. And I like the original mask a lot. They looked yeah. well made. They looked really cool AOC on the pictures. I think like wearing the one copy... as well. great. Yeah, they're really cool. I like them a lot. It's the copy cheap yeah. knockoff ones that if I was a nurse, I'd be like, I don't want your knockoff ones. If you're sending me a mask, give me the original. I don't want to be or seen like in this. the N95 ones that are actually blocking out like 95% of air particles. They would be great. I'd, I'd like, I'd appreciate yes, that. Yes, please. Could time. you get us? Yeah. And maybe just stay inside, yeah. wear a mask, that sort of thing. That would also be helpful. So you're not, you and your friends aren't filling up yeah. our hospitals and making our jobs hell. Yeah. That would be useful. And spreading Thanks. like a better message than one you're spreading. So that was controversy number one. Also in July. So we're in the same month. We haven't even moved on from a month. 
Um, she makes an Instagram post about how she wants to remake a pair of quote-unquote vintage shorts um, that... <laughs> this, this <laughs> so stupid! Like, how did she not this know? So maybe the most they, stupid uh, one. Not vintage shorts, as she previously believed. They are yeah. actually from an Australian Etsy shop. <laughs> and the owner, Grace Corby, only found out about it when people started tagging her in Danielle's comments. So, like, no part about what she said was real like no part like and then she like plays it off she's like it was a mistake i'm silly me i got it messed up these i thought they were vintage i genuinely did no one believes you danielle how especially when she bought two pairs off this um australian girl in 2019 so like she clearly liked them bought them and i imagine someone with her like fashion brand or whatever she's probably got so much stuff she can't go through it all like i kind of get that but at the same time don't like ask your assistant where did we get this from before you announce that you're gonna like rip it off again for your line it's another thing of like if it was a one-off problem or even like that it happened two times i would be happy to be like ah mistakes happen it's just with everything else Every time. It's with the, like, month before, or even in the same month, having stolen a mask idea. Yeah. Then stealing someone's shorts. Like, it's... And it's just the fact she's so blatant about it, but also (laughs) is lying about it, you know? Like, it's so clear that she's stealing them, but at the same time, she's like, no, there's no way I've stolen them. Yeah. Like, they couldn't possibly be me. Um, So, yeah. This is just what... I think this is just her, her business model. I think... She gets sent a lot of stuff. I think she asked for a lot of stuff from smaller brands. And then she's like, I really like this. Can we just, can we do something similar? Um, Because I really like this. And then because it's not, there's no like individual design going into it. It's just how do we make this slightly more marketable? And I feel like a lot of people might be listening at this point and being like, I do still feel like maybe these are just mistakes and you might be speculating a lot. We'll get onto it in a minute, but like staff have come forward and said she copies designs. Like she comes to us with designs and we copy them. It's not something that we're just looking into too much. There is evidence of it. And that (laughs) if if you're not taking this evidence as enough evidence for you, what's about to come might cement it for you because again i was learning about this for the first time really recently and i also when i was first reading the first couple of things i was like i could explain that like i think that's fine or it could be a mistake no by the time i'm getting to this point in the story i can't explain it as a mistake anymore (laughs) i can't there's no way no No. absolutely so she's like kind of quiet for a little bit because she's partying a lot in um the rest of like summer into yeah. autumn um so she's going on holiday during the pandemic she eventually contracts covid while she's in the hamptons after partying with as many as 35 to 40 unmasked people so that was when the stay-at-home orders were fully in place around the yep. world like there was no reason for her to be there and then she was like yeah. mm, I, caught, I caught covid but no one else around me caught covid like it was just me everyone's been tested i think just don't do it Nope. August 2020, she's criticised for showing her followers how to hide cellulite on social media with angles and um, lighting. So then we come to October. One of the copyright allegations is turned into a proper lawsuit after the lin- the lingerie brand Great Eros alleges that she stole the design from their tissue wrapping paper for her wallpaper collection because, of course, 
why would Daniel Bursley need to have a wallpaper collection? Like that's the, that was my first thought. Well, <laughs> so it, my thought was like this woman is not doing this business on her own. Like she has people who work yeah. for her. And there's no one in that team that looks into these things. Like I don't know what job <laughs> that would be, but surely you know when you get designs cuz she says that her designs are based off some Henry Matisse like drawings. Yeah. Which is fair. They they do look like them. Yeah. Um, but maybe is there no one on your team that when you say that and you choose that design that looks into whether it's been used before and if anyone has a copyright on that? Because yeah, surely there doing is. It at the moment, like yeah, because you want surely. to be original. Surely, like isn't that what you would want? So I I don't know yeah. what job that is. If someone knows, you can let us know. But it just seems like maybe a legal team would do that yeah. because uh, Great Eros or whatever they're called do have. Well, I don't know if they did at the time, but they do have the copyright on their image that they use I think on they the tissue paper. It. After. afterwards but yeah. no one like researches beforehand like is anyone <laughs> doing this at the minute um yeah. i just think maybe that would be something i might have looked into after like so much of what's happened already yeah you would think after the year she had that she would be super careful yeah, exactly about after now. the whole chain mask <laughs> yeah. thing uh, you'd think she would think okay well i don't want to be accused of copying again so i'm gonna be very stringent and research everything that i'm doing so people yeah. absolutely cannot accuse me of this no but maybe you would hire someone to do that like it's like when goop had to hire like a fact checker or whatever at least they (laughs) did it i mean i think they legally had to but at least they did it she couldn't hire someone to like just google things and be like does is any designer using matisse illustrations yeah (laughs) no no okay green light go for that one (laughs) it's almost like because it doesn't seem like she's got that many original ideas no, from what we've seen. Bless her, I don't think she does. I do, like this is what I mean. I think she has a talent for something. I think she's got yeah. a talent for social media, um, yeah. definitely. But I don't think her talent is in design. No. So collaborate with designers. Yes, and just give them credit and say like, yeah, I found and like I love this lingerie brand. So when I opened the packaging and I saw mm. that, I was like, how lovely and sumptuous that begins wallpaper. Yes, and then the brand gets money. And then you get money and then it's all fine. Like, I don't understand it why sense. it's such an issue when clearly this is just how she works at it. So how she responds is that she sues them back <laughs> for this allegation um, to try and prove that she didn't do it. She said she wasn't doing the lawsuit for financial gain, to prove, but to prove that she hadn't infringed copyright. And I think this was probably like the straw that broke the camel's back after the year that yeah. she had of people being like, you keep stealing stuff. Like, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> like, give, I feel like the woman who's stealing stuff for her own financial gain, claiming that she's not going into a lawsuit <laughs> for money, is not the most believable thing. Like, I might question that a bit. Yeah. And then they counter-sue her to make the proper claim that she stole from them. So they sue her, she sues them back, and they and then they sue her again. I think after they'd put their design into copyright. Yeah. So, you know, there's clearly a case on both sides. And it's lovely And the lawyers paper. are so petty. Yeah, the yeah. lawyers are petty. They make comments. <laughs> like, they talked. <laughs> um, another one in November. So this was October, November... Uh, the designer behind Grayscale, uh, which is a brand worn by, worn by Cardi B and Ariana Grande, accuses Bernstein of copying their iconic leather skirt for her upcoming Macy's Holiday collection. Um, 
in the same pattern that's happened before. Yeah. She bought one of these skirts in 2017, wore it for Paris Fashion Week. She's pictured wearing it, um, but deleted the post of her wearing yeah. the skirt as she was announcing she was um, going to share it. It was going to be sold in Macy's. My so. biggest problem with this one is her design for the skirt is so ugly like the original skirt is really nice it's like very yeah defined it looks like it would fit really well tailored isn't it tailored i love the way it's done i mean i personally don't know that it would be my personal style but i think it's really nice um and well made Mm -hmm. this her skirt looks really badly made when you look at the comparisons it looks cheap you can see that what like she's clearly copied this skirt but Mm. and this one i think I was more convinced that she's copying at this point because the skirt is not something I'd seen done a lot. Like yeah. the like with the baby doll dresses, I see them a lot. I see them in every shop. I hadn't seen this type of corset leather skirt, especially not at that time so much. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like this was stolen and then not done well. No. Like if you're going to steal, do it well. <laughs> Do it with like it looks crinkly and blatancy. Yeah, but this is just like a bad mimicry of it. So bad. again, it's just like the long line of stuff um, yep. that she's been doing. So she's like, and then this is when someone comes out and talks about the um, swimwear line that she collaborated with with Osana. I think is or I definitely said that wrong. Own is it Onya? Is it that one? Um, yeah. Onya. 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 Whoever Anya are. <laughs> Enya. But she does the collaboration of swimwear yeah. with them. And it's this is where people start to blow the whistle on her design practice. It's spectacular. <laughs> they said she was brought in um she brought in a top that Dolce and Gabbana had um yep. created and was like, I wanna use this and then the designers essentially make it into a swim like make the yeah. make the top into a swimwear version mm-hmm. of it. And then that's it. And that's that's their whole process. It's like, I like this. Can we do this? Okay, we've done it now. And now everyone's angry at us again. Like, there's no originality. No. And it's hard because, like, there was, you know, with so much clothing, it's really hard to, like, actually claim copyright on yeah. designs. And because you can say that you've been inspired by a lot of things. But I definitely think she does it in such a way that it's just blatant like there's no trying to hide it legally i don't know how this would go down but if again she did a thing where she was like this is my range of swimwear based on like vintage designs from uh, dolce and cabana or different brands and she did them based or like based on outfits worn by celebrities or something and she stole the outfits from them but was like it's an inspired uh, range like it's they're yeah. all inspired by inspired a person by. or a brand or something and then she yeah. stole them and at least be like well yeah of course she has like she's using that it's she's but to it, just yeah. go in <laughs> with the design someone else's design and be like make that and then be like no i'd never steal that's not me <laughs> it's come from my yeah. own head no 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 and i also the thing i hate is that when she requests stuff from brands I know. free or that was the bit that like, got me. Oh yeah, I can do it. It's like a PR yeah. thing, and then suddenly the brand sees that there's something super similar just appearing a couple of months later or like a year later. It's like that's 
that's so exploitative yeah, like, like why is she asking like yeah she's exploiting them no matter what but why is she asking for them for free like you have the money just it's pay them influencer yeah thing. pay them for yeah. it be like i'd like to buy two of your tops please and like then post about them <laughs> that could work yeah and then copy them but then there's <laughs> yeah at least there was some like yeah, monetary there was something <laughs> swapping happening hands. there oh it's just it's so insidious and she just doesn't react mm-hmm. well to it at all because she just rips off the clothes yep. cheaply um but it doesn't admit anything like yep. she doesn't acknowledge it um so if you think she'd have learned to do something different um, she's doing the same thing. When it was revealed in March this year, she'd done the same to a designer. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this horribly, so bear with me. Uh, Nongi Chikwengri of We Are yep. Kin. Um, again. Again, this is March. Like This is this is like a full year yep. <laughs> since of controversy. Um, so this one, she does actually come out and deny it, arguing that she absolutely did not steal her designs, explain that they will always be something that people can say look similar. Why am I sharing this now? Because I'm fed up with false narrative being spread about me stealing designs when I have time and at time after time proven each accusation. But false. she hasn't. Like that's the thing. She <laughs> she hasn't. Don't know that any time she's proved that they're false. Because I don't know. I couldn't find much about what happened with the lawsuit. No, I think. Um, uh, actually, I think I'm thinking of something else. I was going to say they settled outside of court, but I don't think they did. So maybe they're ongoing. And maybe it's yeah, been delayed because of COVID. COVID. I mean, not that she would yeah. care because she'd just turn up in her shitty <laughs> masks. Um, and then kind of no other massive things, but she's unrepentant. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to have suffered too much from it and is definitely on the roll with it being like all publicity is good publicity because she actually gained followers over the pandemic because of all the yeah. attention she was getting. Um and she's not going to continue having her brand in Macy's, but she's going to do it all in-house well, instead. This is like, I kind of understand why she gained followers, if I'm honest. Because like, through yeah. researching this, I did suddenly think like, what clothes is she selling? Because when, when I first heard about her, I thought she'll be a small business. I wasn't thinking that she would be classed yeah. as fast fashion. So I went to check out her website. And I guess if I'd got there and seen clothing I liked, I might have thought, oh, I might buy something. Uh, or at least mm. some people might. Or they might have like followed the brand after that. But I didn't yeah. really like the clothing. But one of the things that interested me about the website is they have a Patreon <laughs> Yeah, like it's like linked to the top Patreon. That's what are you using it for? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but I will say the what? designs I saw on the website. I mean, they weren't original. It just kind of looked like fast fashiony, which is what it is. Yeah. I I did see a girl um reviewing what she got from it on TikTok yeah. a couple of months ago, and it was like a co-ord floor. Yeah, there's set, a lot of co-ord style and it was stuff. So stretchy and washed out and like badly done and she was like i can't i can't move in this like i can't do so i don't think the clothes are like it is fast fashion like it's not gonna be great quality um, i mean does anyone have any experience buying this stuff and if you do we'd love to know like did you buy some of the stuff at macy's when it was there i don't don't know like please tell us another department store we don't have like (laughs) just review department stores for us but yeah if you bought any of the stuff i would love to know the like quality of it is it really bad um but yeah it does not surprise me that she's gained followers press works yeah yeah it does and people are like oh 
maybe I like what she's doing. <laughs> I can buy it for cheaper now. And, you know, it's just... I mean, she's got more followers, <sighs> but her so comments bad. must be filled with hate. And, like, I just think I would personally prefer yeah. to be smaller and less known with yeah. a better reputation. Yeah. But I don't think... It seems like she doesn't care about that. And she's, she's got, like, a band of people. Yeah, and she's making she's probably got loads of friends <laughs> in life, so she doesn't really care about what's happening online. I don't know. Yeah. Not for me, though. No, thank oh, you. Oh, no. But, yeah, that's... I'm interested to see if anything else yes. happens. I don't think it will, but I think she'll continue and... We'll still see those Diet Prada posts. Yeah, <laughs> they're like she's done it again. Here she the year is, twenty fifty every year. But it was just twenty twenty was her big year for controversy after controversy, and it is weird that it lasted it a whole so year. Bad. Like it went, it pretty much started yeah. March twenty twenty, ends <laughs> yeah. March twenty twenty one. Maybe more stuff's happened now. I just haven't heard yeah. from her recently. No, so me yeah, I'd love to hear other people's oh, yeah. thoughts on any of that, and if you know certain bits of information that we're not aware of, I would love to know that. Mainly the department store-based questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I have to say on Daniel today. Do you have any closing thoughts on Daniel? I just wish, again, this is what we say every week. Yeah. Do better. Like, and collaborate with people that you admire. Yes. Like, surely it's not I would difficult. love to collaborate with like but designers I, I like. She probably just doesn't want no. to pay people properly for their labour and their ideas and their creativity. And that's where the real issue lies. It's like... And that's what fast fashion brands do yeah. a lot, but at the same time, she has the capacity and she has the clout to do better, and she just doesn't. Yeah, do I it. feel like my big takeaway from it is like how weirdly similar her story is and Sophia of Nasty Gal's story is. It's weird, um, and maybe that's just a. It's like the same thing. Yeah, about 10 maybe years that's apart. just what being a girl boss is like, especially if you're a girl boss in fashion. <laughs> But they have both been accused of stealing yeah. and like stealing people's designs. They've both had books. Mm-hmm. Um, they both started as like really young Forbes yeah. thirty. Yeah, exactly. And they became very successful at a young age and had a big following and kind of a good original idea that got a bit corrupted. Um, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I think if we go into looking at some more girl bosses, as we might do in some future podcasts. It'd be kind of interesting to see how they compare. As, yeah. Like, yeah. are they all just having the same life? Like, they start off and they get <laughs> success at such an early age and they get corrupted. Because I think that's something we learned yeah. with the Sophia one that a girl boss is literally just someone who is being corrupted in the same way that, like, white men at the top of their game have been corrupted their whole lives, you know? That's how we get, like, the Wolf and of Wall Street. That's yeah, the tea. that's the tea. They're no better. <laughs> girl bosses aren't any better. Um, and they never have been so to conclude TikToks this week TikTok I have been loving this isn't my TikTok of the week but all the berries and cream edits love them (laughs) it It doesn't doesn't stop stop. (laughs) like I do love how on TikTok we just get fixated on one thing we do it for like two weeks just like constantly every edit you can get of this and then two weeks later we're like bored of that next thing please we do not have good attention spans (laughs) as a generation so my TikTok this week um it's kind of different from what I usually go with because I usually go for like a funny thing uh this I just thought was really good it's by at Madeline Turner you can go and find her on TikTok or it'll be on our Instagram next no this Saturday 
Uh, and it's just a short film that she's made and put on her TikTok of, I think it's called Ransom Note or something. I've got that. It, that was going to so be my good, TikTok isn't it? as well. Like, it's so good. So they get. I love her yeah, work. She's she amazing. She gets a ransom note through the door, but it's the it's not for her. So she's like, "Oh, sorry, this isn't for me." And they keep sending them back and forth. Go give it a watch because I think she's so genuinely talented. And I felt maybe it's a yeah. short attention span thing, but I felt more entertained by this and more like impacted by it than a lot of the films I've seen this year. So like. And I was like, oh this God, girl needs yeah. to write like a proper film. I feel like she could have some good, like a dark comedy style thing. That would be really fun. Um, yeah. But I'd love to see her do some more. So yeah, talented, and that's the thing that that's I love so about good. TikTok is I do think a lot of people like to pass it off like, oh, it's just young people doing dances. But we're genuinely seeing a lot of people's talent mm. on there, which is really Absolutely. nice to see. And people just giving it so away thanks, for free. Madeline. It's great. Keep doing it. Yes. <laughs> um, mine comes from at min.at1.com. Um, love that <laughs> who has done probably the funniest Met Gala review of um, clothing oh, I've that. seen to date um, mm-hmm. she's so droll and like deadpan about it it's just yep. very very funny she roasts them all to pieces so yep. I would absolutely yeah and like watch our okay. Met Gala review but also watch yes, this so, like two minute TikTok like, <laughs> so, watch all of them yeah. so like we say VMA will be on YouTube absolutely free you can yeah. go check it out you will see our faces and you will see pictures <laughs> of all the things we're going to do in a tier list hopefully it'll be very yeah. good and you'll enjoy it and then on Patreon we will have the Met Gala outfit review so like I say if you do have a bit of spare change this month three pounds to see our beautiful faces and we do have a lot of good podcasts on there there will be a new episode of celebrity corner up this week and then soon there will be a new episode of bad book club once we have chosen this month's (laughs) book which we have not and we're a bit late (laughs) too (laughs) but thank you for uh we did have a new subscriber to our patreon this week as well so thank you so much for that and thank you for all the support and like we say if you fancy sending us a message on anchor please do if someone knows how we can respond <laughs> as well that would be good because at the minute you're probably just going to get a response over podcast <laughs> yeah. a general one. uh so yeah. that's okay go give us a follow on social media give us a review if you liked what you heard today and yeah, yeah speak to you next time bye bye